Tandem Nomads episode 227. Here is the number one big mistake that I see a lot of solo entrepreneurs and solo businesses do. They define their pricing on their insecurities and limiting beliefs. And this is where I want to help you today. Hello, Nomad Nation. Welcome to Tandem Nomads, the podcast show and entrepreneurship platform where you can find great inspiration and tips to grow a successful, portable business and thrive in your global nomadic life. This is your host, Emel Deregi. I'm your business and marketing coach and the founder of Tandem Nomads. This episode is part of a series where I answer the questions of the audience of Tandem Nomads, you Nomad Nation. So I'm really grateful that so many of you have been sharing some amazing questions and I've decided to put this challenge to myself to answer one question in each episode and give you as much value as I can in 15 minutes or less. So Nomad Nation, if you have a burning question that you want me to address in order to help you start or grow your portable business, make sure to go to the show notes of this episode where you will find a link to drop your question. To find this link, go to tandemnomads.com slash 227 and leave your question. I am here to help and excited to learn about what are you working on in your business. So let's dive right away into the great question that's been asked this week by Isabel. Isabel, thank you so much for this amazing question because I know that so many of you here listening might ask yourself just about the same question, which is, how do I price my product or services? And actually, to be fair, I'm going to tell you the exact question that had been asked here, which was how to price my services when my niche is not an expat group. So here, I am going to answer the general question in this episode, but I want to fly over this little nuance saying, what if my niche is not expats? So I know that a lot of you who are listening to Tandem Nomads might be indeed either expats or serving expats. So I just want to fly over this real quick to really warn you to not treat the expat community as one block as and as one type of pricing this could be very dangerous for you because it is such a diverse group of people and a lot of different behaviors exist within this niche so be careful when you do that rather I'm going to encourage you to look at it in your specific niche first of all if your expat is not but in general try to not have specific judgment on the expat group as a whole because it's way too diverse and there's a lot happening within this community. You cannot just summarize it in one type of consumers. So no matter if you're serving expats or not, the method is the same. And I'm going to share with you here the five elements that you need to consider when you design your pricing strategy. So the first one is your market positioning. And here, I'm not just talking about what competitors are doing, because if you did your research, you might have noticed that there's all kinds of pricing in your specific either niche or product. So rather than trying to figure out, okay, there's so many different prices, what I'm going to do, rather think about how do you want to position yourself in this market with all the different types of pricing that exists in your market. 
So indeed, the first thing to do is to actually do your market research. So in the show notes of this episode, I will put the link of an episode that I did about what are the key important information to learn about your market. So I will share it in the show notes of this episode. But also what you want to do is to list all your competitors, their different pricing, and then figure out how they are positioned in this market, put them into groups so that you understand how they are positioned. But then ask yourself, how do you want to position yourself in the market? And here, basically, there's two types of positioning you could have. Ask yourself if you want to be volume-based or value-based. What does that mean? Do you want to have a business where it's about the quantity of clients or do you prefer to grow your business in a way where your prices are high, your number of clients is smaller, but your prices are high? So you do want to position yourself in that way. Do you want to serve a lot of people at a cheaper price or would you like to have just a couple of clients at a higher price? So this can help you as well when you want to reflect on the type of lifestyle and business you want. You might want to have a business where you have very few clients, very few clients a year that you focus on and therefore you will also adapt your pricing to that. Now, you'll see with the second element, you might not be able to do this right away. So everything about this pricing strategy is to know these five elements. And then as you grow, start getting comfortable and adapting your price, which I'll get back to it. But first, ask yourself, how do you want to position yourself in this market? Look at who are all the competitors existing in the market. How are they positioned? And ask yourself, okay, among all these people, which group do I want to be part of? And that already will help you start knowing where to get started with the pricing point. Also, to define your market positioning, you also want to look at how many leads you have in your business so that you can as well predict your type of revenue that you can make in your business and therefore the pricing strategy that you'll have. So for that, I invite you to look at the workbook that I have for you in the third section called conversion. I have a formula that I offer you where you can measure the number of leads that you have, your pricing and see how the result looks like in terms of conversion and based on that you could then see if your pricing is really helping you reach your for revenue goals so check that out in the show notes of this episode on tandemnomads.com slash 227 you can then download there the workbook and look at that third section called conversion with the formula to measure your conversion and your revenue the second element to define your pricing strategy is your social proof. So here it's all about the testimonials, the results, the feedback that you received from the clients and the impact that your business has had on your clients. So this is really important that you are tracking all those elements, that you are regularly taking feedback from your, that you are regularly asking them to leave you a review and testimonials as well as really paying close attention to what transformation you are providing to your clients. Therefore, the more social proof you have gathered, the more you can actually increase your price because you can prove the results that you have provided to your clients and your promise to your future clients. The third element to consider your pricing strategy is what I call your inputs. So in every business, you need to have some input. You either have to invest directly into producing or delivering your product or service, 
or sometimes indirectly. So obviously the direct investments are, for example, if you have to produce a product, you might need some raw materials. Those elements need to be considered. Obviously to make a profit, you need to know what are the expenses that are necessary for your business to produce your product or service. Now, there might be some other expenses that you have had along the years to be able to get where you are, for example, in terms of training, in terms of experience, as well as in terms of time that you've dedicated to be where you are today, being able to deliver that kind of transformation for your clients. So you want to sit down and look at all the input that you put into your business. I know and I've heard so many of my clients who provide services that tell me, hey, I don't have any expenses besides my computer to deliver my service. Well, that doesn't mean that you don't have any input in your business. The years of experience that you have behind, the years of training and all the things that you've done to really learn, but also to become really good at what you do, those are elements that you cannot discount. Now, they're difficult to measure, but I want you to put them into consideration when you define your pricing and when you compare yourself probably to other competitors, you might have more experience sometimes than other people. So that also can help you gain confidence when you think about everything that you've put into your business to be able to deliver the transformation that you are providing. Which leads me to the fourth element, which is the output. And this one is the one that most people oversee. And I really want to highlight this with you. So this part goes hand in hand with the second piece that called social proof, but not only. This part is a lot to do with the psychological way we look at our product or service and how our insecurities sometimes can really influence the pricing to the lower side, obviously, as well. I see so many solo entrepreneurs discounting their services because they don't really embrace and see the amazing output that they are providing through their business. So first of all, collecting those testimonials, reading them, etc., can really help you gain confidence, but also understanding that a pricing strategy is not only about the input, is about the output. And I'm going to give you an example here with a handyman who came to fix our washing machine. So he came home and he fixed it in 10 minutes and charges quite a bit of money. But we realized, my husband and I, that for him to be able to fix this problem in 10 minutes that we couldn't fix and even another handyman couldn't fix, he has put it in a lot of input in terms of experience and the output was a problem solved in 10 minutes. So we were not paying this handyman for 10 minutes spent with us. We were paying for the value that it provided us to solve a problem and not have to buy a whole new washing machine. So I want you to think about that in your case. Even if your product or service doesn't require to spend a lot of time in helping somebody or in delivering that product, make sure that you are looking at the transformation that it means and the value that it means for your client. So that way you don't have to discount your prices when you only look at how much time you're putting into that product or service when you deliver it, but rather look at it from a point of view of transformation for your client and the problem that you solve for them. And the final element that is so important that is also often overlooked is your body compass. 
You need to choose a price point that makes you excited to go to work. You need to make sure that the price point doesn't ever make you feel resent your client or have the feeling that you're really undercharging for what you're doing. When you charge the right price for your product or service, you will always be very comfortable when it's about underselling and over delivering. When you don't do that, you might often still over deliver, but then have a huge resentment towards your client. And that's an energy that doesn't work to support your business and bring a, a dynamic of prosperity. So make sure that once you have analyzed your market, your social proof, your input, your output, look at that final price point and how do you feel about it in your body? Does it feel good? Does it excite you? Then go for it. And by the way, if you feel a little bit of fear, that's okay too. You can start with a baby step and then keep increasing as you get comfortable, but don't let your fears direct the decisions you make in your business, especially regarding pricing, because this is a very dangerous place to be that will stop you in your growth. So make sure that while you might feel a little bit maybe anxious about that price point that you still also feel excited. Imagine what it would make you feel when a client gives you the right price for your product or service that makes you want to wake up in the morning and go work for them. All right, Nomad Nation, these were my five elements to help you define your pricing strategy. The first one is your market positioning. The second, the social proof. The third, the input. The fourth, the output. And the fifth, your body compass. I hope that this episode were helpful to you. Don't hesitate to reach out to me with your feedback as well as any questions you might have. As a reminder, find the link to ask your questions and find all the resources that are shared with you today on tandemnomads.com slash 227. I can't wait to hear from you. Stay tuned to turn your challenges into great opportunities.